I'm the referee on this team, not you. Pets, goals and blanks. I fold him. Maybe it's against his religion to hit the Pets, balls and blanks. Manadogara between the post. Pets, goals and blanks. We call their name Joe. Oi, oi. It's a podcast with real nuts. Shutsy. Joey. How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Yourself? Good to be back. Yeah, good to be back on the pod, but late this week. Yeah, another Thursday one. Yeah, well, that's because we had to go to the pub with the footy boys, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, well, that was priority, night. wasn't it? Well, mate, we're in the finals, so... In the finals footy. I don't know. The big dance. You know why that wouldn't be a priority. Exactly. You know? so, yeah, um, good turnout, too. Got to do what you got to do. Yeah. It's good to head down there, and um, we thought tonight, if we do the pod, that way the All Blacks will be out and announced. Exactly. So talk about that, that was actually our reasoning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, what are we doing today? Um, I think we're going to start with a bit of a bloke's yarn. Mm. And you've sort of jacked something up here, so I think we're going to start with you. Mm. Uh, and then we've got a bit of on report slash our was segment. Yeah. Uh, and I think we're going to cover the All Blacks when the squad gets named. Yeah. Which shouldn't um, be too far away. I think it's right now. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we'll have a look at that. We'll also, a uh, bit of a Mitre 10 Cup sort of All preview. true, yeah. Uh, well, it's Bunnings Started NBC, isn't it? Uh, now, yeah. so not Mitre 10. Uh, we'll cover that there as well. But I suppose we could probably try and give this wee blokes thing a go. I've had this yeah. big grand idea after seeing something online this week. Yeah. Just want to see how it goes. That's balls and blokes with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. A huge thanks to Scotty at Four Mates Brewery as well for his continued support. Something to say, Joey? Yeah. No, I actually just wanted to thank Bryce from uh, Thrift Season yeah, as well because we haven't yeah. really said much to him, but he gave you a cool new top uh, sort of a month ago now. So, yeah, um, yeah. shout bloke. out to Bryce as well. Good bloke. So, I had an idea this week after seeing a post online uh, from a fellow podcaster of ours and a um, bit of a prank call. I thought we might try something a little bit different. This person may not answer the phone. They're one of our fellow Beacons players. And we thought, um, you know, he's just one of those blokes. Thinks he's a good-looking bloke. Um, so why not offer him a bit of a, a modelling opportunity? Yeah. No, I, I love it. Um, it. I'm a bit worried how the voice is going to hold up, though. Uh, and make give, sure us, yeah, give us your wee prank voice just real quick. Uh, what, what am I calling myself, Joey? Just say uh, Constable Barry Schmidt. Well, I can't be Constable. Oh, you can't. No, no. just Barry Schmidt. G'day there, it's uh, Barry Schmidt here. Oh, that's not too bad. A bit deeper. bit deeper. G'day there, it's uh, Barry Schmidt here. Yeah, because you've got to make him straight, mm. I feel. Mm. Oh, you could, probably, you could probably go the old. I'll just see where it ends up. Yeah, no, no I, I reckon actually that could work. Um, so I'm kind of shitting myself at the moment, Joey, but I think I'll push the call button and, and see how we go with this. Right. All right, here we go. I'm nervous. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello, is that Chris Jones there? Yeah, this is Chris. G'day, Chris. It is, uh, it's Barry Schmidt here from a company called Snack Pack based in Christchurch, New Zealand. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. So? Yeah, very good. Hey, um, mate of yours has given me a phone number. Uh, my colleagues have handed that down. I'm not too sure who it was. Do you have a, a couple of minutes to talk to us? Uh, sure. Okay. Hey, we are looking <laughs> at doing a, uh, a calendar coming up for next year, coming up for 2023, and we are looking for people to be on our calendar, and we thought, uh, after talking to your friends, this could be something that is uh, of interest to you. Is that you, Corb? <laughs> Joey, we're done already, mate. We fucked it. <laughs> yeah, voice uh, is too awkward, how, the f- how did you know that one? Oh, uh, you know, I just, I was like, who the fuck does this sound like? <laughs> 
<laughs> um, this whole voice planned out for him so you wouldn't know. Jonesy, welcome to uh, welcome to Bets, Balls and Blokes. Oh, how good. I'm, I'm still keen on the calendar, though. <laughs> so the big question with the calendar was, mate, is um, this, the twist with it is that you're going to be completely nude in the calendar. Um, and seeing so you're... Or like, like clean as a baby or... Um, whatever. How natural. <laughs> It's, it's sort of going to be quite out there, but seeing we're a snack company, uh, we've got a lot of fresh fruit and veg, so you're allowed to cover your privates uh, with some fresh fruit, but we were just sort of wondering, um, are you more of a, a blueberry sort of guy, or are we going to need a watermelon? Oh, I'm a bit of a blueberry boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Joey, we didn't even last that long, mate. I know. I thought it was pretty good for that. Oh, I, 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 I did it all right. I didn't think the voice was too bad. You had me for a little bit. You had me for a second, and then I was just... It looked too good to be true. I was like... This is, yeah, I'm like, this, this is not how my modelling career starts. <laughs> yeah. And then I was waiting for you to ask what, what bloke we were talking about um, that gave us the number, and I had no idea who I was going to say. <laughs> but out of your boys, who would you expect to sort of throw you under the bus in an opportunity like this? Oh, probably Monty. Probably yeah, Monty. Probably Monty. Okay. Hey, um, we better get on with our podcast anyway. Thanks for taking the time to talk to us without your consent, and uh, best of luck for your big grand final this weekend. Cheers, boys. Cheers, I hope Cheers mate. Commiserations or celebrations. Here we go. <laughs> See you, mate. Oh, Joey, what do you reckon? That's uh, it's disappointing. Yeah, we, well, I actually thought you put on a wee bit of a voice. I couldn't. Well, you've got a bit of a twang, though, don't you? Yeah. You've got your own sort of vibe. And it's kind of hard when I'm so used to, like, whenever i got a microphone. Oh, I thought so that used was going to be so good, though. Like, oh. it was set up well, wasn't and it? And I held it. You did. You held it well. And I dropped an F-bomb. I think he dropped a couple. So I I think, yeah, I might have to beep out one yeah, word think, that he said there. Yeah, that was pretty bad. It's <laughs> Jonesy for you, though, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, any other blokes yarns from you? What's been happening this week? Um, oh, what's been happening this week? We've had a pretty good week, haven't we? Yeah, it's been pretty, it's been laid, pretty back. laid back. We had a pretty good Saturday night after a big semi final win. Yes, we did. Um, it was a bit messy, wasn't it? Oh, not too bad, not too bad. Yeah, what, what did you get up to after after footy? Of course, we won the semi-final. We won the semi-final, yeah. eight to six. Yeah. My old man came up for that as well, actually. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, so uh, we we went to Coasters after that and then uh, got a bit loose in town and then came home and nothing looked more appealing than shower. What about the shower? Just just appealing, eh? Were you in there by yourself? Or? Yeah, yeah, I was in there by myself. <laughs> oh, it's a sad part to know uh, that Joey was in my flat in my shower with um with company. So we'll just we'll leave that there for a uh, <laughs> can't for, leave that there for a Thursday night. <laughs> oh no, it was a good game though, wasn't it? That Beacon's it was a good game. game. No, you've set that up real bad. <laughs> it's a bit sus, isn't it? It's is a bit sus, but I assure you, it was it was nothing. It was a footy shower. It was a footy shower. Yeah, not at the footy place. It wasn't was it? bad. It was very tame. It was. Yeah. 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 Right. Shall we? Uh, shall we <laughs> kick on to uh, the National Rugby League, aka on report? Thanks. Welcome to this You change it each week, you've yeah. got to be consistent mate Well I, I was going to say welcome to the, the episode 17 of then you this, is, this is 18 isn't it? Is it? Well I lucky I, I didn't say that then eh? I don't know, what number? I think this is 18 Oh well, I think it's a bit late to check now yeah, We're, we're rolling So should I read out the scores yeah, from week that. 20 So week 20 kicked off on Thursday night. Yeah, this is episode 18, Joey. It is? Yeah. Yeah, wow. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. We've already got to 18, mate. It's quite, yeah. a, it's quite a lot. It's a milestone. Yeah. Uh, Seagulls lost to the Roosters 20-10. to 10. Obviously a big, uh, an eventful game, really, that lead up to that game with 
obviously the LGBTQIA plus uh, saga that went on with that one. Mm. Um, the Storm bet the Warriors 24-12. Actually a pretty pretty good effort from the Warriors in the end. They brought um, the fight. They did, they did. It was, a, it was a closer game than I think the score sort of panned out. Uh, the Eels bet the Panthers 34-10, to something that wasn't picked by too many, yeah. especially that sort of score. Uh, <coughs> Just quickly, you see that's the uh, the only team to beat Penrith. Yeah. It's been the Eels on two occasions. Two occasions, yeah, both. Yep. Uh, Raiders beat the Titans 36-24, to an expected one there. Sharks beat the Rabbitohs in a bit of a tough game. We're mm. watching this after the footy. Uh, 21-20. I think Nico Hines kicked the final... Field goal, yeah. Field goal, yeah. the golden point. Uh, West Tigers bet the Broncos 32-18. to Bulldogs bet the Knights 24-10. And the Dragons smashed... Oh, got smashed by the Cowboys 34-8. Yeah. Cowboys are showing some form, mate. I know. The Cowboys are going real well. I think they're top two. Are they top two still? I think they're second. I think Penrith on top still. Oh, they're on top. Okay. Um, I yep. think. Yeah, yeah. I think so too. Um, could be something interesting. Actually, to I'll check that right now. Jump into the leaderboard. Uh, yeah, you're right. Look. You're yes, right. Yes, they're second. Yeah. Well, that's not. Uh, Sort of getting to finals week, isn't it? Those top 10 teams are kind of the only ones that will probably be... Probably the Dragons as well. I can't see the Bulldogs getting in from 12th, but I think the Dragons up might be in contention for that top eight. There's only six points between Penrith and the Cowboys, though, which is something I saw this week and thought was interesting. The Cowboys could still be the minor premiers for season 2022. There's yeah, still hope. They can, especially after... Uh, Cleary doing that big dump truck tackle and getting five mm. weeks off. So uh, that could be an interesting one for the Penrith the rest of the season. You look at other teams that have lost key players uh, over the course of the season to injury uh, or to suspensions and that sort of stuff. And Penrith have sort of been quite lucky in, in key roles anyway. Um, I think losing Nathan Cleary is going to really give them a fright. Yeah, especially when they've got Luai out as well. They've kind of got their their team that they were running with... Uh, Origin, origin on, yeah. But obviously, Origin. Other other teams will have a full strength team rather than That's right. You know, a uh, a weakened team as well. So it's going to be really interesting for the Penrith Panthers to see if they can keep that top spot heading into the top eight. Uh, NRL news, Joey. This week, some exciting things. Um, some things that are controversial, I suppose, as we get every week in the NRL. We'll kick things off with a few things about the Warriors. Uh, the New Zealand Warriors have found the replacement fullback. For Reese Walsh, uh, when he does leave for Brisbane next year, announcing the arrival of the mighty uh, New Zealand international Timari Martin on a three-year deal. How good is that, Joey? Good to see. Yeah, he's actually a good player. He's played pretty well for the Broncos. He's he's had unlucky not to play the last few weeks. I think he's mm. just had. They've had a pretty good team at the moment. So um, yeah, I think he should be good for the Warriors coming next season. The move kind of equates to a swap uh, in a way, with Martin making his way from the Broncos into the Warriors camp as Walsh does head the other way. Martin was one of the feel-good stories of 2022. Uh, he returned to the field during the Broncos revival after 1,092 days away from top-flight rugby league due to a brain bleed diagnosis that threatened to end his career. The former Panther and Cowboy was signed by Brisbane on a development contract uh, and he's been since impressing with some solid showings in nine NRL appearances this year and scoring a try in round 12 uh, in their win against the Titans as well. So a very, very handy catch for the Warriors, Joe. Yeah, 100%. They're going to miss Reese Walsh too. Yeah. Um, yeah, so someone filling that gap is going to be really, really vital. Andrew McFadden is coming back to the Warriors as the, as the club's general manager of recruitment, development and pathways. McFadden, who was the head coach of the Warriors between 2014 and 16, uh, before he became an assistant to Stephen Kearney, um, he has 
agreed to move back to New Zealand replacing Craig Hodges. Hodges moved into this position at the end of last year when Peter O'Sullivan left the club uh, to take up a role with the Dolphins. However, Hodges wants to a um, return to a coaching coaching role in Australia sorry, uh, rather than having a manager sort of position. After leaving the Warriors in 2018, McFadden returned to the Raiders where he worked as an assistant coach to Ricky Stewart, uh, a well-known name. If you see him on the sidelines, he is a um, quite a hard case character, is old Ricky Stewart. Uh, in McFadden, Fadden's new role, though, he will be responsible for signing uh, players to the club, choosing which ones stay, and liaising with the coaches of all the teams um, at the Warriors, identifying and promoting the best ones through the club system. So obviously a good addition, Joey, with a lot of experience. Uh, He's bringing stuff that he's probably learnt with the Raiders, um, which, you know, probably good vibes in the Raiders as well after some of the stuff you see. You know, they've got a good coach, um, the former Ricky Stewart, and McFadden's worked closely alongside some of these big gun coaches. So why not? Yeah, I think with the Raiders as well, they've had the ability to turn their team around a wee bit this year. They've uh, started not too great. They started in probably that top uh, bottom eight sort of leaderboard, but they've they've moved into that sort of top eight in contention. Uh, that's for sure. So I think um, yeah, McFadden's going to be really really helpful as well. The NRL match review committee members spent almost an hour uh, over a Nelson um, Asofar Solomona tackle before concluding the Melbourne prop had no case to answer. The panel's boss Luke Patton described any contact with Warriors hooker Wade Egan as possibly minor. Uh, Asafo Solomona's failure to attract a charge for an apparent forearm to the face and neck region of uh, Egan has sparked anger from some commentators including the immortal Andrew Johns. John said, look, I back the players all the time and I don't apologise for that, but to me, that's four-month suspensions, he said on a Nine Sunday footy show. A replay appeared to show that Solomona uh, forcefully was dropping his arm onto the chin of Egan, his forearm to be exact, uh, who then left the field with what was later to be discovered as two cracked teeth, despite initial fears he had a broken jaw as well. Asked about comparisons between the Asafo Solomona and Jared Warrior Hargrave situation, the NRL head of football, Graham Annesley, said there was very different type of evidence that the match review committee had. It's not as clear as some of the other footage they have to rely on uh, to make a call and make a charge. I call bullshit on that, to be honest. You look at the amount of technology around these days, you look at the cameras that are all there, these guys here have so much to go off. Um, you know, Every angle of the game, is, it's covered, quite simply. it's um, Yeah, that's tough when they can't find evidence to give someone a ban like someone else has had. Oh, definitely. I think, yeah, they're, they're comparing the players, aren't they? They're not comparing the issue. Uh, as such, it's kind of if you're a dirty player, you're going to get a, a harsh sentencing. Exactly. And um, yeah, you can see that even with Cleary as well, Nathan Cleary. I think, yeah, you'll, you'll cover that soon, won't you? Incoming West Tigers coach Tim Sheens has confirmed he wants halfback Luke Brooks to remain at the club next season and beyond on a reduced contract. The Daily Telegraph reported that Sheens wants Brooks to see out the remainder of his contract, which expires at the end of 2023, before signing an extension on a reduced salary. Speculation is rife that the Tigers were keen to move Brooks on his salary and has reported a $1.3 million on their salary cap. Um, for 2023. Brooks reportedly twice sought a release from the remainder of his contract last season to make a move to the Newcastle Knights, uh, despite denials from the number seven. The 27-year-old who is currently injured has scored 42 tries at 189 games for the Tigers since his debut in 2013, but he has never tasted finals football during a very tough period for the club who had the longest finals drought in the NRL, stretching back to 2011.
Brooks has been linked to the Dolphins and the Knights for season 2023, but Sheen, who will take over the team uh, for the 2023 season and 2024, would like him to stay, but on a reduced deal. That's got to be tough, being paid so much and then trying to stay with or the club wanting you to stay, but for less money. Yeah. That's um, a bit of a shit deal in my eyes, really. Like, I don't players get older and they change and that sort of stuff, but you know how old did that say he was? 27. Got a long way That's to go. That's young. That's really young. You know, taking in a pay cut. Career. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. You look at like uh, Tedesco, Cleary, those sorts of guys, they wouldn't take any less than what they're on. Oh, hell no. But yeah. I think Brooks as well, he's he's come from a a, a team that hasn't been, been performing too well mm. and he's and he hasn't been doing he's been doing good. Uh, and he has one of those, you know, stellar games. I remember when they beat the uh, the Eels that time. Yeah, I think twenty seven, twenty four. He he played really, really well in that. But he isn't doing it consistently enough with Hastings beside him as well. So I think it's just, yeah, I think that's just the luck of the draw, unfortunately. A little bit of uh, boxing news from some NRL superstars as well. Sonny Bill Williams has once again avoided Paul Gallen and named the next opponent that he will face in the ring. Williams and Gallen were seen in a rather heated exchange recently after an NRL game they were commentating at. Uh, Gallen ended up storming off, obviously very upset, and it has been revealed that... Um, Sonny Bill Williams will face former UFC Harbin Mark Hunt, uh, who is currently 48 years old and recently lost to Paul Gallen in a rather brutal exchange. The heavy hitter who fought for a UFC title after an impressive kickboxing career landed some big shots uh, before being outworked by the Sharks skipper. So uh, Sonny Bill Williams versus Mark Hunt, who would you have in that? Mark Hunt. You reckon? Yeah. It's boxing though, we can't forget. True. But you I know, don't. If Mark Hunt gets him in a corner though, and yeah. is punching the shit out of him, as I said to me and Dad, we're talking about it today. Sonny Bill doesn't have a chance because he will just lay into him. I think Sonny Bill, he's actually looked a lot better later. In his, I think he's 36 now. I th- yeah, that'd be right. Yeah, something it? about that. 36, probably. 37. But I think when he started boxing f- for the start, it was very two left feet type thing. He wasn't. Yeah, he wasn't he actually was. that good. Uh, whereas I think now he's he's kind of in that shape where he's where he can probably you know severely uh, hurt someone. Where I think he sort of let himself go in that department not too long ago. You know what I mean? It's sort of, you know, I think he would be a lot faster than what Hunt would be. Yeah, I'm trying um, to think of Hunt fighting. I, I know he's a really good UFC fighter, obviously. Yeah. But, yeah, I just don't know about stand-up boxing. And I look at, you know, Sonny Bill Williams, I think he would be quicker than Paul Gallen. And yeah. Paul Gallen managed to beat Hunt. So I think if Sonny Bill Williams, if it's going to be a fast True. fight. Yeah. But as, as I said, if Hunt gets Sonny Bill in a corner, he'll be putting him to sleep. I think, yeah, I think Gallon. I'd love to see Gallon Sonny Bill, honestly, yeah, because I've seen Gallon fight a lot of people. He fought, um, God, that, is his name Junior or something, the 16th ranked um, boxer. He won a gold medal in the Olympics or something. Oh, I don't know. For Australia. He was sort of the come-up guy. It was probably a couple of years ago now. I think he actually injured him before he went to the Olympics or something, but he was in contention for the for gold medal over there. But he... Uh, he gave him a good go, and I'm telling you, this guy was probably 21, and Gallon was probably 38. Shit. And, uh, yeah, I think it would have been uh, interesting if, if Sonny Bill had a wee go on Gallon. Have you heard, uh, obviously, you'll know the name Justin Hodges? Yeah. Have yeah. you heard about all that? Yeah, he I He wants have. to go at Paul Gallon. I know, yeah. So. I think he's going to get smashed, so I think he's past his date. Hodges or Gallon? Yeah, Hodges. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'd say, I'd say I don't Gallen know. Just got I think Gallon's got that bit of fitness there. He, he's focusing more on the boxing now than anything. He's got a buddy. He's got a stiff jaw too. Like he doesn't drop, mm. and um, he's a tough bastard too. Like he he would go all oh, day, yeah. and he, he, would. he he wouldn't 
accept getting knocked down or anything. He'd be straight back up, and he's got too much pride on his side, I think. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see, though. Maybe they could just do a wee, like, um, WWE tag team match between the four of them. Yeah. That'd be cool, eh? Have you finished your NRL news? Yeah, I have. Sorry. Have? Yeah. Well, we might as well just talk about the few games real quick. Yeah. Shall we? Dive into it. So, um, well, we briefly mentioned the Eels smashing the Panthers. That was a interesting game, wasn't it? It was. I thought, what do you what do you think about the Cleary dump? First of all, you got five weeks, but did you think that was that was right? It was pretty serious. It, it looked pretty uh, pretty evil. Nathan Cleary, he showed no remorse in it at all. He went into like he went into the tackle. And it's the way he put yeah. the hand between the legs, yeah. And it's just the way he just tipped him up. Yeah, like there was he's not a dirty player though, is he? He's not, but that's there, not. like, and as he soon could, as he, he could did have it, avoided that, yeah, easily. Oh, he shouldn't have been a, he, that third man tackle. I don't think that yeah. should be. Uh, as Joey, said, have you seen that Joey, um, Joey Johns? What he said about it? No, he said pretty much if if a two man tackle has made a player stagnant, the third man shouldn't be allowed to come in and take you. As long the third man should only be able to come in if their momentum, right? Yeah, 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 for sure. So with that one, Cleary he came in and they're obviously stopped, and then Cleary just picked him up and just chucked him on his neck. <coughs> and I think I have to agree with Joey on that one. I think that is too dangerous. And there's been a lot of times where people go at your at your hammies, and they just fold straight backwards. Mm. And um, I, I just think it's a bit dangerous because in most like circumstances as well, when there's a two man tackle, the tackle's made. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, there's not many players in the NRL that could get through a two-man tackle. Yeah, you know, um, exactly. Like an effective one. Yeah. You know, so a third man, if there is momentum, as Joey John said, I can understand a third man going in to assist yeah. them. Yeah. But Cleary went in there and wiped him out. Like, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. To me, it was the hand between the legs. He got all that leverage off it to dig him into the ground. And if he had to put him down in a nicer way or he had to um, slowed it down or, or anything like that, you know, he probably would have got off a bit more lightly. But mm. it's the fact that he, he dug him into the ground, you know, it was... Um, it was hard to watch. It looked painful. Like, it looked really painful. And that was in the, what were we, Joey? The 18th minute of the uh, second, mm. uh, no, 18th minute of the game. Yeah. 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 Shit. So that was early it's on. Pretty early. I yeah. thought it was later than that. Yeah. Yeah. I think that was the sort of downfall of the Panthers after that. Yeah. Well, they were up at the time. Um, no, sorry. They were just down 12 4. There was just a try, just scored just before it. So, okay. Yeah. So it was, it was closer than you thought. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, another game we, we should talk about is one we kind of watched at the end was the Sharks versus the Rabbitohs. A really good game that one. Was, it was, yeah. it was extremely tight. Um, a, a, a couple of attempts from, from both sides uh, with the drop goal, wasn't there? And uh, was. Hines got the field goal in the end. So, yeah, uh, um, Latrell average off the boot. Yeah. It well, they couldn't great. really set him up very well, did they? No. He's he known for uh, chucking one over the post pretty you know, clinical. Isn't he? Yeah, but, it was um, just like uncomfortable ball getting thrown to him. Eh? It was, um, and he wasn't really in the pocket like where he usually would be either. Like it was, mm. I don't know. It just looked, it looked out of place. Yeah, the setup they were going for. Yeah, definitely. And I think another couple games we should just mention before we jump into Wars was the Roosters beating the Seagulls. But I thought the Seagulls actually played pretty well. They did, um, considering they had seven missing players who were probably their top players. Uh, and also the West Tigers beating the Broncos. The West Tigers having a wee bit of run of form recently, um, yeah. and the Broncos being a big, a big team to beat. So uh, yeah, good on the West Tigers. You've got the stats in front of you. What do they? What do they reckon? Yeah, well, it was a pretty straightforward sort of game, tit for tat there for a while. Uh, good to see Jordan Ricky getting a try, of course, one of the Kiwis boys in the 58th minute. Uh, Katoni Staggs was good off the boot in the second half, both uh, converting and just in play kicks as well. Um, 
Other than that, it was pretty straightforward for the Tigers, though. Um, Madden, he picked himself up a try. Um, other than that, yeah, it's, it's a relatively sort of tit-for-tat game. It was 18-24 to 24, um, for a good 20 minutes as well, so nice and close. Anything could have happened within that period of time, but the uh, Tigers opened up from, like, the... 74th minute I think it was and um, managed to get a penalty and a try and, and convert that try as well so um, good for the Tigers good for them to bounce back after a few tough weeks That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe Oi oi Right we might as well jump into the Warriors versus Storm game obviously the oh, yeah. second game uh, for the Warriors at home mm. this season and in the past two seasons so an equally big one for the boys um, Storm though a, a tough opponent to have at home the Warriors actually looked like a really good team on the day. Like, I was talking about it with Dad, and that's what he said. He was like, you know, the Warriors actually, they didn't look bad. Mm. Um, it would probably be the best game I've seen from Reese Walsh. Uh, not Reese Walsh, sorry, Sean, uh, Sean Johnson this season. I yeah. thought he had a bit more, um, he, backed himself a little bit more. His kicks were actually much more effective, weren't yeah. they? Yeah. Especially that wee chip he did through the line as well. Um, I can't remember who managed to get the ball down to score that. Um, oh, I can't remember off the top of my head now. Maybe it was... Kosi? Yeah. Yeah, well, he's the only man to score a try all day. So, he scored uh, three, yeah. yeah. So if you think about that, though, 24-12 with three tries, obviously three kicks from the left corner for, uh, oh, who kicked that? Um, Johnson. Walsh. What is it, Walsh? Johnson for two of them and Walsh for one. Walsh for one, Johnson for two. So they obviously couldn't convert from the sideline. Mm. So if you, if you think about 24-18, it's a whole different game, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Exactly. That would have made things... Uh, a lot closer. And probably a bit more comfortable for the Warriors too just to know that you know one more one try, try. We're, we're in the yeah, game exactly um, yeah we know that's sort of that 12 24 is a little bit out of reach if you're looking at it when um you know our last try score was the 64th minute you know yeah it's, definitely it's not impossible but it's not you know very commonly done mm. um so yeah I don't know it was it was tough to see the Warriors a game but it was cool for them at home to perform in a, in a good way they didn't you know get blown out like the 70 to point uh, 70 to 10 was last time wasn't it yeah it was something crazy and I think it was 24-20 at half time or something in that mm. game as well oh no I can't have that it was like 12-10 or something it was something really close at half time and then the storm just went so yeah. it was good to see the Warriors actually showing some backbone showing two that they can play two halves against the storm but I thought the storm they they didn't really go out of second gear did they I think no, Munster um, Munster Hughes and Harry Grant just sort of led the line as part of that backbone and um, yeah I think it says that Munster I didn't actually watch this part but Nick Meany was uh, forced off the field, and I think Munster replaced him at fullback, so uh, that's interesting as well. I think it's another thing, you know, obviously they're still slightly, you know, out of strength um, without Pappenhausen and that sort of thing there, but it's still a strong team, as you said, Hughes, Grant, um, Munster as well, and that's sort of a core three to have in any team. You can put them anywhere and they'd make a team look good, you know, Um, so it's a massive feat to the Warriors that have put up a fight against these guys, and um, I think a lot of that was carried by Johnson's form, and mm. um, and Walsh as well. Yeah. Isn't it interesting how Pappenhausen, even when he came back, he, he wasn't the same player, was he? And uh, no, the, not the team didn't play as well um, without him or with him too. So it was. it's interesting to see how one player, even I think Craig Bellamy said this, you know, the team's actually gone to pieces in the, in the past couple of weeks because yeah. they were on such a high. I mean, they were doing so, so well. Uh, I think they had like a... 12-game winning streak, just smashing everyone. And then, um, you know, they come up with one big injury and then that's sort of their downfall. Their whole uh, playing style was ruined by one guy sort of running, you know, most of the paddock. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's one of those things, mate, where you're like, you know, you always hear about, oh, they're only one guy on the team, you know. 
it's a team effort. You look at the effect that they've had without yeah. Pappenhausen there and what the Panthers are probably about to see without Nathan Cleary. It's One player can make a difference. It's, it's going to be incredible. It's tough. It's, yeah. Um, yeah, Warriors, Bunnies this weekend. They're looking forward to that. Uh, mm. It's on Saturday, I think. I think that's going to be tighter than people think as well. I think, I think the Bunnies so. will probably win, but yeah. I think um, the Warriors... Is it at home? Do we know? That we game know. there is being played I don't think it will be at... Home, at Nah, Sunshine Coast. Oh, okay. Yeah, so that's going to be a tough one for the Warriors. But I'd really love them to uh, to fight, you know, keep fighting. They, they can't make the top eight, unfortunately, but I'd love to see them finish 12th or something like that, you know? Yeah. Not something like 16th, battling for the wooden spoon. Um, I think they're a good enough team to not be at the bottom with... I think they should beat the Bulldogs, uh, you know? Yeah, 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 for 12, sure. 12th, 13th area, instead of being at the bottom with the Titans, and you that's know? the thing, you know, like, progress is progress. If we can finish higher than we did last year, we've made... Progress, you know. So, so eleventh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> progress. Yeah. Progress. Like anything. Our boys. Progress. <laughs> and I think it's the other interesting thing is Stacey Jones is um, something I just want to touch on briefly. A lot of people said he was the man to turn things around. We even said that he might be. You know. Yeah. We we gave that. I don't prediction. think he's done enough to to no. to make any changes, anything significant. You know. Um, I feel for the guy who's been thrown in a pretty shit situation, being thrown, you know, one of the bottom teams in the comp at the moment. But, yeah, he hasn't really fired a shot. I can't really tell the difference between himself and Nathan Brown at this stage uh, as to how the Warriors are performing. Other than the weekend, that was a, a good outing for the Warriors, I thought, personally. But, um, yeah, that's all my sort of Warriors chat. Yeah, I think we uh, we can call them the War Errors from now on because they just aren't playing too well. That's Balls and Blokes with Corbin and Joe. <laughs> what did you just say? The War Errors. W A and then errors. Yeah, no, to but get it. Yeah. Oh. yeah, I got it. It was I just, good. Eh? I just thought it was. It pathetic. wasn't bad. I thought it was pathetic. You thought it was pathetic. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Okay, well done, mate. Cheers, bro. Should we talk about something, eh? Should we talk yeah. about the? Uh, well, you've just had it on the on your phone before the All Blacks squad announcement. Uh, I'll, yeah. I'll wait a wee bit to get you up on up on that, but they're obviously playing South Africa in the next series. Obviously, the winners of the World Cup in twenty nineteen. Uh, a pretty good team, I think. The, yeah. uh, the South Africans are going to be pretty hard to fight against, especially after losing to Ireland. It's going to be a big comeback game for Ian Foster, Sam Kane, and the boys. So, <laughs> and the uh, boys. Yeah, I think you should start reading out that team list. Yeah, of course, this was just announced, you know, five minutes after we started the pod, or um, sort of early on when we got underway. So this Did is, you count, bro? No, I didn't. I was just sort of judging it. Am I good to read it now? You, you just finished your water over there in the cheap seats, mate. Uh, your match day team on Sunday at like 3 o'clock in the morning New Zealand time. You might still be up, Joey, after footy. Maybe? If we win. If we win, we'll probably yeah, still be going. if we win. Uh, the team is George Bauer. Lose, yeah. Sammy Sonny Tokiaho, Angus Ta'ovo, uh, Sam Whitelock, Scott Barrett, Akira Ioani, Sam Kane, Captain, Artie Savia at number eight. Your back line, Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett, Caleb Clark, David Havili, Rico, uh, Rico Ioani, Will Jordan, Geordie Barrett. The bench, Dane Coles, Ethan DeGroot. Me, oh my, I have enjoyed that, yes boy. That was good timing, eh? I just had to remember to push the button. That was pretty good, yeah. Uh, Tyra Lomax, Tupu Vai, Shannon Frizzell, Finley Christie, Richie Mawanga, and Quinta Pia. Not a bad team at all. Uh, of course, key thing standing out to me as I look at it, Joey, uh, no Roger Tuivasa, Sheik, both the Ulbricks that were called in and the only two changes to the squad. Um, I think one well, of the main two changes anyway, Shannon Frizzell, Ethan DeGroote, straight in uh, to the match day 23 after being called up, not making it for the island tour. Um, when they came here to New Zealand. So what do we make of that All Blacks team? Is it enough to knock over the uh, South Africans? 
Well, first of all, I do like Scott Barrett switched to lock now. Oh, thank I think you. That is, thank you, Foster. Um, finally, yeah, I think that that is a good move. Uh, interesting, though, the the flankers have stayed pretty similar with Akira Yuani, Sam Kane, and Adi Savia, obviously, at the back behind them. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be interesting to see how that plays out. Obviously, South Africa have probably got some of the biggest flankers, actually probably some of the biggest forward packs we've ever seen in probably rugby history with uh, a few of their players. I know their number eight, uh, for instance, is probably about six foot six and 120 kilos. So Mm. um, it's going to be interesting to see how Artie Savier goes against someone that sort of size. But I think Artie's one of our best players anyway, so I don't think he has to worry too much. It's going to be interesting what Sam Kane, I think, has to offer more than anything. I thought the All Blacks, um, obviously they have to play Sam Kane as the captain, but I would have liked to have seen the All Blacks take um, Shannon Frizzell at six, Akira Ioane at fullback, and Adi Savier at seven. Uh, not fullback, sorry, at number eight. <laughs> I just read Jordy Barrett's name there as well. What? At number eight, sorry. Um, That's interesting, bro. Yeah, yeah well, he's, uh, he's keen for a run there. Uh, talking to him this week, he's real keen, so um, give the man a shot. <laughs> I think you said the wrong Ioane, even then I was a bit like, oh, what? <laughs> Oh, what a shocker for a Thursday. <laughs> Geordie oh. Barrett, though. You, you mentioned Geordie Barrett. Do you think he should be playing fullback? No. Who do you think should be fullback? Will Jordan. There you go. I, I completely agree. I think Will Jordan's wasted. Uh, he's got so much talent. I think he scores at averages more than one try a game yep. for the All Blacks or something ridiculous. And um, don't get me wrong, Geordie's a good player, but I think he should be on the bench this week. Yeah, looking at the bench they've got there. Um, it's a real interesting bench, isn't it? Quintapaya off the bench. I don't really see him as a bench player in Jersey 23 to be able to cover those outside back positions. Yeah, I he's think he's probably... He's not an outside back, mate. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, they're obviously planning on seeing they've got um, Jordan Barrett or Jordy Barrett and Bowden Barrett there. They're not going to need an outside back replacement because those three can sort of take cover there. But you say, you know, Jordy Barrett and Will Jordan go down, you're pretty well stumped. Yeah. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Uh, another player that is left out of the side is obviously Hollander, Falau Fakatava. Uh, yeah. he, I think that's probably granted. I don't think he played that impressive. He didn't have much to do, to be honest. But I think on one, if I remember correctly, one defensive moment, he kind of he slide out of a tackle and they end up scoring off it. So I think he is, he's quick and he's fast and he, and he offers something different. But I think he just needs to clean up his basics and he'll be... Yeah. And he'll be the next Aaron Smith, to be honest. I think he will be jumping in that uh, nine jersey uh, a few more times. That's the thing. No one at this stage of, of where the All Blacks sit is going to run Aaron Smith out of his nine position. No. That's not going to happen. It's that simple. Good. Um, yeah. You know, then you've got two probably similar um, ability halfbacks in the form of Finley Christie and Falau Fakatava. I rate those two just as much as each other. I think they're both very, very good. Um I don't know. It's it's one of those things where you know you can probably take either of them and they'll do a similar job. They both won't disappoint you. They're both all black level footy players, obviously. Um, and it's, they're only getting what 15, 20 minutes um, into the day. Smith's going to carry for as long as he can. Um, when he starts getting tired or they think that he's done enough for the day, they'll take him off. So um, yeah, I don't know. Unfortunate to not see Fakatava there, considering he's a Highlander and we want to see all those Highlanders there and that sort of stuff. But um, I think Finley Christie will, will do the job just fine. Yeah, I think Finley Christie is the second best halfback in New Zealand at the moment as well. Um, he is playing well. But if I look at the other backs here, we've got uh, Aaron Smith, Bowden Barrett, Caleb Clark, David Harvey, Rico Yuani, Will Jordan, Jordy Barrett. I think Rico Yuani, for me, he hasn't been doing enough recently. I think Havali. Havili will be interesting in that um, second five. Obviously, yeah. he's been on the bench a wee bit. And Caleb Clark, obviously, 
last year, I think it was, he played Australian, had a bit of a blinding series. He, he scored he a couple of good tries and um, had a big a big few runs. But I think he, he's been off the mark recently, um, and I think it'll be interesting to see how he goes. But he, he does have that X factor, like Falao Fakatava, which can be turned on. Yeah, so I'm... I'm, um, I'm in, I'm worried, but excited to see this sort of All Blacks back line in a bit of space. Sammy Sonny uh, Tokiaho as well, someone I thought was interesting seeing uh, getting the start at hooker. I thought they would have taken Dane Coles. Yeah, so do I. I well, I thought, um, oh, what's his name? Cody Taylor. Cody Taylor, yeah. But to be honest, when Dane Coles, I'm not a big fan of Dane Coles. Right. Um, I, I am, but I think he's a bit past his best. Mm, okay. um, but I thought last week when he came on, he actually made a big a big difference. He's, he's yeah. surprisingly mm, quick, isn't he? He always has been. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see him come on as well as Ethan DeGroote, someone that yeah. you uh, enjoy watching. But, obviously, you've had a wee go at the pub with him as well. Um, yeah. What did he think about? Do you have a wee yarn about the All Blacks and stuff? Um, just briefly, the game was on. Don't, don't, give, him, him. don't give him defamation trial. At, at but the pub, um, there was no no defamation trial, Joe. No, you're not going to say <laughs> nothing too bad? Okay, good. Just nah, checking. Just, um, yeah, we just sort of looked at the All Blacks game and that, and I just said, obviously, you'd, you'd want to be there and that. And he was like, yeah, he said, we'll just wait and see what happens when the next squad comes out. And uh, But I think it's great to see him back in the, in the mix. <laughs> obviously, he's played a bit of club footy when he was last down home. He played that pre-season for the Stags and a bit of stuff for Blues. So it's probably been a while since mm. Ethan's been in you know a real competitive uh, competitive environment. Yeah. And um, over in South Africa, you know, he, he toured um, the States last year with these mm. guys. And, um, and Europe, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he did the whole Northern tour, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, so he's seen a lot of different places all around the world and that into sort of add you know South Africa into the mix as to places he's been and to have a look at the, how they play their footy and how they train and all those sorts of things I think will be really important for him and even a bit of a bonus as well that he's managed to grab himself a jersey for this weekend I thought he may have been in line for a start mm. um, but you know George Bauer is still you know a great option to have their filling jersey number one yeah, I think George Bauer's been pretty impressive. It's it's hard because we've got we're, we're sort of stuck on well, our generation and had such a great All Blacks team in sort of 2015, and we're yeah. sort of stuck in that era, aren't we? Yeah, we're thinking we want um, set centres like Ma Nonu and Conrad Smith. We want you know our, uh, our oh that's that's Bev. Didn't we blow her? Bev uh, Bev wants a call. Sorry, Bev, we're doing the pod. <laughs> um, but even the Franks brothers and you know the likes of those players that were yeah. just set players, you know, Richie McCaw, Kieran Reid at the back, it was kind of, it was just monumental, wasn't it? You knew the team, you knew what was coming out each week, you know, yeah. back in those days, you knew Dan Carter was putting Jersey 10 on, oh, you know, question. you knew Richie McCaw was going to be there, and that's the thing, you knew Kevin Mealama would be playing hooker, or, and at that, those, that era, Dane Coles was young. Mm. We were just talking about him just a moment ago, and he's one name that stands out to me. He was young, but he was he mixed was up in there. And you he know? was good, and he was scoring tries yeah. in the corner every he was, game. on the wing. You know, and you so. didn't question, with Sam Kane, you know, with our recent captains even, you know, you haven't questioned whether they should be captain or they should be there. You know, Sam Kane, as a captain, you shouldn't be questioning whether he should be in the team. Yeah, exactly. Let alone yeah. whether he should be captain, you know. Even even when Whitelock had a wee stint... Um, Kieran Reid had a bit of a stint. He was a bloody good captain, and I yep. think we played a lot better when we had a set team, and I just can't see us having these set team because we've, we're just getting players from everywhere. And when you've got a few players there that can all play um, one position, then, you know, or you've got your players that can play a couple of positions. Yeah, utilities, yeah. Shit starts getting confusing. Exactly. You know, you've got Geordie Barrett, could run first five, could run the midfield, could run fullback. Wing, he can run anywhere. Exactly. Yep. Bowden Barrett, first five. Will Jordan. Back. Will Jordan, it's, it's the exact Scott same thing. Scott Barrett. Scott Barrett, but he can't though. 
No, he can't run those, but he can run the flankers, yeah. locks. I mean, it's just, there's no set positions, is there? Could you ever see Rich McCall running six? No, no. exactly. No, because you, no, you, you expected to see a team sheet each exactly. week with him at seven. Ben Smith running, well, he did, he did run wing, but you'd never see him in the centres. No, it was exactly. one of those, yeah, it was just, it was. I don't know, it's just tough with all these players that are playing anywhere. I think it's, it's just a bit hard. Uh, to, to give a set team every single week. That's exactly right. Well, um, no, I'm really looking forward to that game. As we said, that's on Sunday, um, 3.05 a.m. New Zealand time. Ooh. You better catch that on Sky Sport. Looking forward to that, though. Also on Saturday with our big final coming up, Joey, um, we video going to be posted on the Beacons page. Sort of a, a pre-game chat, of course. You know, um, Gus does the one for State of Origin. Um, so we thought... We would do one for the Beacons this weekend, and Monty, who we heard singing the song about Neil Wagner, um, did one. When was that? That was a few weeks back, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, I think it was before we. Yeah, before we went away for holidays, yeah. it was. Yeah. yeah. So when he did that song, um, you know, we had a bit of a yarn and that, and he's done the. Um, what did he call it? The final words. Final words. That's yeah. it. So. Um, That'll be posted on our Instagram this week as well for you to have a look at. We'll do it's that on Saturday. Good. It's well, good. So I've heard. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah. But, uh, You've seen the wee snippet. Seen a snippet. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good, mate. It's good value. But anyway, the Beacons are playing their final, as you said. But yeah. We, uh, what's your verdict on that? Obviously, Canterbury. We haven't played Canterbury yet. Yeah, Canterbury um, Uni. And they've had six players, I think. It was something ridiculous last week that played a higher grade for as many gr- times or something. So it's going to be interesting. We've heard we rumour that Patrick Osborne. Yeah. Are you, hey, fe- uh, are you feeling okay about this? Oh, I mean, if he gets <laughs> oh. past and I'm at fullback and he's got 20 metres of uh, running pace on me, I think I'm going to fold like a piece of washing. But, uh, yeah, it could be interesting. I You'll be all right, though. You'll be all right, though. <laughs> yeah, mate, I'll drop him any day Just jump week. on him. Jump yeah. on his back. Just piggyback down the field. <laughs> Let me off. I don't want to do this anymore. Team try. <laughs> Get off and put the ball down together. Yeah. <laughs> I'll help, I'll help. <laughs> Referees like drop out, goal line drop out. Yeah, that'd be that's tactical, mate. It is. You should try that. Yeah. yeah. If you get him, you're going to hold on to his leg, aren't you? You're not going to let go. Nah, I think I'm going to stay on there. Have the footy life. boys given you instructions as to what you're going to do if you get hold of his leg? Uh, there was, there I was, think you did. Yeah, we did say you might have to, like a puppy, what puppies do with human legs, just hold on for the ride. Is that what you're... Yeah, have you got the effect that you want on that? <laughs> Are you happy with that? Uh, no, I'm not, but we're, we're mature around here, Joey. Yeah, no, that's all right. But does, it, does it scare you in any way at all? Like, does it... Patrick Osborne? Yeah, make you a little bit nervous? Oh, I mean, I suppose no one wants to... Well, actually, bloody hell, you do want to hear that, don't you? I'm playing Patrick Osborne, you know? We don't know that yet. Oh, we don't know, but that's the rumour of the... You know, that's the talk of the town, so... No one in the town's talking about it, but... But the Beacons. <laughs> But yeah, what are your thoughts on the game? What, what's the score predictions? We, we should run a wee score prediction, or should we wait Ooh, for predictions? Yeah, we'll wait for predictions. Okay, we might as well jump into that now then. We may as well. I think that's a battle we've sort of got to cover this week, isn't it? Yeah. Two Bats, balls and blokes, with Corbin and Joe. Oi, oi. Joey? How's it going, mate? Yeah, good. Good to see you. Yeah, you too. Good to see you repping South and referees. Uh, yep, yeah, repping South and referees. Yeah, I like that. Get on. How'd Speaking you- of referees... Trying to chase one down at the moment to uh, come and be on the pod. I'm not going to drop any names. Yeah. This guy's done some international footy. He's done super A lot rugby. of international footy. Yeah. You probably saw him in the past couple of months doing international yep. footy. He's done the um, a couple of super rugby finals in his time. Mm. Uh, so chasing him down at the moment, fingers crossed, we'll have something lined up for the next wee while. Um, 
some of the stags boys are interested to jump on the pod as well. So we might have oh, who do doesn't that. want to be on the pod? We're getting you know questions left, right, and centre. Yeah, you know, bloody Landers, NBA players. Yep. Yep. Yeah, LeBron got in touch the other day. Yeah, we had to shag him off though. We said we don't do basketball. <laughs> we had to watch. Shut the door. I meant not shag him off. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about Patrick Osborne's leg. <laughs> Oh, good form, good form. Uh, another big week ahead of uh, NRL, Joe. you got the games in front of you by chance? Oh, I do have the games in front of me. Do you want me to read them out for you? I'd love that. So the Roosters are starting off the week with the Broncos. It's on at 9.50 tonight, so in six minutes. Uh, what are your predictions for that one? Roosters. Roosters. I think the yeah, I think the Roosters as well. I think it's going to be a close one, though. Will uh, be, yeah. Storm versus Titans. I think the Storm are going to take that one. Yeah, well... Titans, mate, come on. Yeah, I, I think the Titans will put up more of a fight than the Storm think, though. Okay. I think. It, big T. Titans won't win it. Yeah. Titans won't win it, but they'll put up more of a fight than no, the I Storm will be that. expecting. Uh, Seagulls, I think they'll have their seven players back this week, the wee homophobes, so uh, <laughs> they're going to be playing the Eels. What do you reckon? Uh, mainly. <laughs> just. <laughs> really? Okay, just. I, reckon, I reckon the Eels. Uh, Rabbitohs are playing the Warriors. I think the Rabbitohs are just going to put them at the yep. post, that one. Yeah. Um, Raiders playing the Panthers. I think this is going to be a closer one than, than people think, and I'm going to go the Raiders. Bugger it. Panthers. Uh, Sharks versus the Dragons. Sharks. Uh, Bulldogs playing the Cowboys. Cowboys. And the West Tigers, a battle with the bottom against the Knights. 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 I think the West Tigers, actually. You reckon? Yep. Yeah, that'll be a close game, too. Be, that wouldn't surprise me if that game goes to Golden Point. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it'll be low point scoring, too. All like right. it'll be like a 12 all sort of thing going to Golden Point. That's interesting. Something like along those lines, I think. Yeah, obviously uh, the All Blacks are playing South Africa, as we just spoke about. What's your score prediction for that one? Um, all Blacks by five. Okay, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say All Blacks by twelve. Cool. Okay. Uh, and we'll go. Lastly, is this lastly? I suppose no. it is lastly. No, no it's, it's not. not. Can I do the NPC? Yeah, you can. Oh. NPC Out of it That's starting this week isn't it It starts tomorrow night with Manawatu and Canterbury 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 Yeah good Canterburyans we are (laughs) Counties Otago on Saturday Otago mate Otago I've got control of your mic mate You turn it down now (laughs) Where's our our fellow with Otago Yeah we don't have one of them This one here (laughs) I get that off Uh, It's um, OG Waikato Hawks Bay. Hawks Bay. Yeah, I think Hawks Bay will be right. Jason Long, guy I know through Speedway, he plays for the Hawks Bay team. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's um, interesting. Front rower for them. Auckland North Harbour. I think Auckland. Yeah, I think Auckland as well. They'll be missing a few players though with the All Blacks away. Definitely. Same with Tasman. Yeah, that's true. Go the Stags. Uh, Tasman versus the Stags. Uh, I think Tasman, yeah, but I think the Stags will put up a bit of a fight, but I still think it's going to be 20 points. Stags looking good. I've got the Stags in that as per... Taranaki Northland. I'm picking Northland for a win here with the mighty Josh Morby. I'm I'm thinking Naki with the Bulls. Okay. Uh, Wellington Bay of Plenty. I think Bay of Plenty. I'm going to go Wellington. And then we see a midweek game next week as well, Wednesday night, uh, which oh, is weird how they're doing we that. Might as well watch that one uh, earlier on. And that is Manawatu and Auckland. I think Auckland will beat Manawatu quite comfortably. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with that one. Without Aaron Smith for the Manawatu Turbos. Yeah, well, yeah. that's your uh, first round of the Bunnings NPC this weekend. Looking forward to that. Yeah, definitely. We, we will get into that, won't we? Mm. With the Stags and Otago, both well, um, a couple of our teams that we love. Yeah, Stags named their captains today. Ooh. Josh Beckewers is the captain and Marty Banks is the vice. Well, Beckewers has uh, played a lot of games in his time. Yeah, so he I has. think he's, he's a stirring couple shoulders to uh, put on that team. Have we spoken since that Stags preseason game on the pod? 
where Otago beat you 50 to 5? No, no, the Tasman one I went to. <laughs> no, we haven't. We Are haven't you? spoke about that. No, you didn't. Well, I, I had a beer with Robbie Robinson, mate. Oh, you, well, you've told me that, but yeah, on the pod. Act surprise, act surprise. Do it again, hang on. So after that Stags game the other day, Joey, I had a beer with Robbie Robinson. The Robbie Robinson? Yeah. You know the one that used to play for the Stags years ago? Yeah. Kicked all the points in the 0-9 win. Yeah, yeah. the 9-3-0-9 win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a beer where, with where him. Where a song's made about the, yep. the game, it was that yep. good. Yep, No, I had a beer with him. And how was that? It was good. Well, we finished the game, and I didn't know what the score was. So I was like, Robbie, I was, what was the final score? And he's like, uh, I don't know. And he's like, oh, you're on the tins early, mate? And I was like, yeah, always. So he didn't answer you, but he asked about your tens. Yeah. Classic. And then I said, um, <laughs> classic Stags player, that's how they operate. <laughs> and I said, um, yeah, mate, you can never be on it too early. So the thing Stags 40, you've got to have a beer. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, yeah, that's the one. And we're sort of walking back towards the sheds there, sort of a bit further away, and that's where we were parked down there. So we're wandering back. Do you want one, I said. And he goes, nah, mate, no, no, no. Coach just said we've got to hydrate properly and that sort of stuff. I'd, I'd love to, but I just can't. I was like, oh, no, that's all right. And then he sort of kept looking at the box funny. And was I said, it your pimps? No, it wasn't. It was a box of summits. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was manly. And uh, I said, go on, mate. You can have one. He goes, oh, bugger it. Rightio then. So he goes, I'll have a tin with you. Open one up. And him and I had a quick beer on the way back to the sheds. It was um, it was good. Then message Dad. And I said, I just had a beer with Robbie, blah, blah, blah. You know? I had to love that. And um, Dad said, well, did you tell Robbie that as a kid, when I was a bit younger, I um, followed him around the supermarket while he did his supermarket shopping. That, yeah, it's, uh, oh, no, wow, really? Yeah, you've got to act surprised yeah, on these, Yeah, yeah, sorry, you always tell me all this shit before I even, we talk about you it, know, so. we talk on like a daily basis and I tell you everything. Yeah. So you've got to act surprised on the pot, all right? Yeah. We'll train, we'll train up with it a bit more, eh? Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, so apparently I followed him around the supermarket as a wee young fella and um, I was probably annoying the shit out of him, eh? You, you should mention that to him next time you see him for a um, beer. Probably not. Yeah, we, we drink beers regularly, yeah. me and Rob. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Uh, the Beacons, though. Mm-hmm. As we just spoke about before, are playing their their final of uh, Div Three footy oh, in Christchurch. Oh, it's as big as a World Cup final. Oh, genuinely bigger. It, it is. I don't think the All Blacks get down on a Wednesday night and show show their face. No, at the, um, at the local as much as uh, the Beacons. Yeah, at the sponsors' pub. Yeah, coasters. Uh, now playing Canterbury Uni, I'm picking the Beacons get up. Jimmy, I asked Jimmy. He said thirty to ten. He's probably one of our most loyal supporters at the Beacons. He comes down every week. Um, even showed up to Coasters on Wednesday as well. Which is cool. Yeah, to support the boys. So he reckons 30 to 10. I'm going to say it's something a lot closer than that. I think it's going to be about, I think it's going to be decently high scoring. I think 21-17. 21-17. I'm going to go 14-19 to That's the Beacons. score. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, it'll be, it'll be not too low point scoring, but higher than the semi last week, which was, what, 8-6. Mm. Well... I think that's rounding out episode cu- 18. Around there a couple of days till we find out the beacons. Looking forward to it. Beauty. Beauty. Well, it's it's almost 10 o'clock. We might as well uh, hit the hay. Hit the hay. One right more day, eight. of course. Yep. Yeah. Uh, thanks for joining us here at episode uh, 18 of Bats, Balls and Blokes. Looking forward to catching up again next week. Do keep an eye out on our socials over the course of the weekend. Could be some interesting stuff, whether we win or lose this big grand final, Joey. On the booze. On the booze. That's the one. Thanks to Scotty at Four Mates Brewery. Look forward to catching up next week. Hooroo! Hooroo!